coming up, the week of baseball kicks off with matchups that have huge playoff implications. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts join us. Then we recap all of the games for you from yesterday across Major League Baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Trey Turner hit two home runs and the Phillies beat the Angels yesterday. Locked On hosts with both teams. Join us with a recap postgame. There it is, folks. The Phillies win for the sixth time in their last seven games. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies, and the Phillies take down the Angels by a nice, comfortable 6-4 to four win. Well, maybe it wasn't comfortable. They give up the lead early again. Of course, not the first team to score, the Philadelphia Phillies. But Trey Turner, a two-home run night, and this is the Trey Turner you paid for. This is the $300 million man. Made a big play early in this one to keep the Phillies in it. Two home runs. I mean, just incredible. The Phillies continue to slug the ball out of the yard. Bryce Harper turned a baseball into dust with his home run on the night. The Phillies are going to shatter their franchise record for home runs in a month. And they're just playing so well right now. Anyone who thought this team had a power outage, well, (laughs) the power's back. And this team's going to be a problem. How many can they win? Well, keep putting distance in the wild card race and keep making us feel good about this baseball team. We'll talk more on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. It's been a trend all season long for the Angels. The offense puts up some runs on the board in the first half of the inning. And then the Angels pitching gives it right back in the next half. What's going on, everybody? John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. The Halos dropped this first game against the Phillies, 6-4. to four. Lucas Giolito did not pitch very well in this one. Five and two-thirds innings, five earned runs. One of those was given up by Aaron Loop, by the way. Uh, three home runs, two to Trey Turner and one to Bryce Harper. How about that big Trey turnaround for Trey Turner? going from doing awful this season and then getting a standing ovation of support from Phillies fans. And then he turns around and does stuff like this. Uh, Hey, Nolan Shanuel extended his hit streak and uh, he's one away from tying David Eckstein to start his career with a hit streak. Mickey Moniak returned to Philly and had himself a great game. But unfortunately, even though the Halos had more hits than the Phillies, they didn't matter in the end. We're going to talk about this one on Lockdown Angels. Please join us. Luis Severino threw seven shutout innings, and Aaron Judge homered in the Yankees' win over the Tigers on Monday. Locked on Yankees goes through the win. It was Luis Severino looking like vintage Luis Severino at Comerica Park in Detroit. I'm Stacy Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and Severino lasted seven innings against the Tigers in a 4-1 win for the Yankees. I know, shocking, the Yankees actually won a game. He only gave up five hits, did not give up a run, did not surrender a walk, and he struck out eight. He looked like the vintage Severino who gets fired up when he strikes people out and fired up when he gets out of jams, which is what he did in the sixth inning on Monday night. And it was just nice to watch. And it was good to see how happy he was when he went into the dugout and how happy everyone else was. Offensively, the Yankees couldn't get anything going against Reese Olsen. They did score one run against him, but he struck out 10, which was a career high. And then once he left the game, the Yankees started scoring. Judge and Glaber go back to back. Glaber had an RBI double. Oswaldo Cabrera had an RBI bi single and the defense was great so it was a good all-around game for the yankees and we're going to talk about it on the next lockdown yankees so tune in coming up the astros offense puts up another big number this is locked on game to game mlb 
Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Sleeper. If you want the chance to win more money with less picks, head to Sleeper, the number one sports app where you can win up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like and select more or less on their stat categories like home runs, strikeouts, hits, and more. Get your picks right and you could win big. Use our promo code LOCKEDON and you will get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's a $100 match on your first deposit. So see Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Check out Sleeper today. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Astros scored 13 runs Monday against the Red Sox. That's the third time in the last five games that Houston has scored at least that many. Our Locked On hosts have the recap as the hottest offense in baseball keeps on rolling. Jose, 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 Jose. Jose Altuve hit for the cycle. The first time it's been done by a Houston Astros since Brandon Barnes did it in 2013 against the Seattle Mariners and the ninth player to hit a cycle in Astros history. The Houston Astros plummeled the Red Sox today, piling on 13 runs. Jordan Alvarez hit his first home run in 70 at-bats, the longest drought he's had of his career. And Christian Javier's struggles continue. He looks shaky. He gave up a lot of runs. He walked a lot of batters. He just is not looking like himself. A preseason Cy Young favorite, although it's nine and two, has been really, really bad lately. But luckily, the relief pitchers came in, did the job, and the Astros just hit the ball all over the yard. That's right. Everybody got a hit. Stay tuned into Locked On Astros. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Ghostros. It's Gabby from Locked On Red Sox, and not many words to describe whatever that was that went down at Fenway tonight. Very, very disappointing showing from Kyle Barraclough, who came into the game in the fifth inning to relieve Chris Sale and absolutely had nothing. Walked a bunch of batters, a bunch of hit batsmen, kept pitching. Alex Cora kept him in the game, even though he was absolutely falling apart in the sixth inning and gave up six runs in that inning alone. And Cora didn't warm up anybody at all during that stretch and just let him wear it. I mean, there are so many ways to think about that. But it was just an absolute mess of a situation and a mess of a game for the Red Sox in what is a must-win series. So just absolutely maddening way that that all went down. The Rangers were down to their final out before taking the lead against the Mets last night, and our Locked On hosts have all you need to know from that comeback for Texas. For the first time all year, the Rangers have a comeback in the top of the ninth inning. Rangers win 4-3 in the series opener over the Mets in a much, much needed game. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. The Rangers have lost nine of their last ten, including the Sunday game in 13 innings, so they badly, badly needed this win. They got a decent start from John Gray. He went six innings, gave up three runs, a, a quality start, and Martin Perez worked two scoreless innings out of the bullpen, which three scoreless innings from a bullpen that had been just absolutely horrendous in the series against Minnesota but the big hit comes up from Nathaniel Lowe a two-run go-ahead single in the top of the ninth inning to give the Rangers the lead some great base running some great clutch hitting at the right time this was just such an incredibly needed win as is every win for the Rangers in this wild AOS chase for more check out the Locked on Rangers podcast
Garrett Cooper drove in three of the four San Diego runs that led the Padres past the Cardinals last night. Our Locked On hosts have more. Adam Wainwright throws a beauty, but unfortunately, Blake Snell was just as good as the Cardinals lose to the Padres. Hey, it's J.D. from Locked On Cardinals. Adam Wainwright was on the mound again tonight, going for our career win number 199 again. 10th crack at it, by the way. Never give up. And this time, it really wasn't his fault that they didn't win. Uh, the old man goes out there, throws six innings, allows one run on eight hits. Easily one of his best outings of the year. But Padres ace Blake Snell was just a little bit better. Although he was shaky early on, the Cardinals weren't able to capitalize. Uh, Snell throws seven shutout innings. He strikes out nine. This was the closest Wayno has been to getting that elusive career win, number 199, since July 24th when uh, he was winning leading when he left the game against the Diamondbacks, but the bullpen blew the lead. So the Cardinals have now lost four in a row. They're now a shocking 20 games under 500 on the year. It's ugly, folks. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals. Coming up, the Brewers give themselves some breathing room over the Cubs in the division. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. The Brewers have a chance to run away with the NL Central with three games against the Cubs to start the week. And Milwaukee won game one at Wrigley on Monday. Locked On hosts from both teams go over a crucial series for both teams. Hi, everybody. Chuck Freeman from the Lockdown Brewers Anchor Desk, where the Brewers made it look easy in the first game in Chicago. 6-2 winners over the Cubs. They scored four of those runs right off the bat in the first inning. Mark Hanna hit a two-run blast. Christian Yelich led off the game with a solo home run. And Wade Miley goes six solid innings. Did not have to use Devin Williams tonight. They go with uh, Piamps in the eighth inning, Pagaro in the seventh. Homie Milner finishes up. He got Williams a fresh uh, Devin Williams if you need him on Tuesday. Terrific pitching matchup coming up on Tuesday. You got Justin Steele. He's got 14 wins on the hill for the Cubs. And for the Brewers, Corbin Burns. Run should be at the premium. But, hey, the Brewers in every one of these games on this nine-game winning streak have scored five or more runs. Keep this thing going. Chasing that record of 13 from a couple of years ago. 1987. We'll talk to you coming up with a full 30-minute show dropping later on tonight on Lockdown Brewers. Cubs get absolutely dominated by Wade Miley and the Brewers 6-2, and it was not that close Monday night. Very disappointing start to a critical 14-game stretch. By about 7-12, the game started at 7.05 Central Time. The Brewers are up 4-0, and the Cubs really never made it close from there. The closest they got was within three runs. Uh, big home runs from Mark Canna tonight. Uh, Ian Happ and Patrick Wisdom added solo shots for the Cubs. Wade Miley, six strong innings, two runs, three hits. Cubs really Cubs, Cubs didn't have a runner in scoring position the entire game. It was one of those games. Uh, I think that's actually the first time that's happened all season. So the Brewers are the hottest team in baseball right now, and the Cubs are going to have to do their best to uh, put out the fire and just win one of these next two games so they don't lose any ground on the wild card. But uh, it doesn't look promising right now. The Reds and Giants are right next to each other in the NL wildcard standings, and they have a lot on the line against each other this week. Our Locked On hosts recap the first game of the series. This might be the worst day of the season for the Cincinnati Reds. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Locked On Reds podcast, and the Reds lost 4-1 to to the Giants. Not typically that big of a deal because you lose one game, you got two more. You can play against the Giants and hopefully win the series. But you saw Andrew Abbott clearly tired. The lineup 
was non-existent. Kyle Harrison and his home debut, he was a San Francisco kid. Every single person he knew was at the ballpark. It was an emotionally charged day for him. He pitched amazingly. The Reds spent eight hours on their team playing on the tarmac in Arizona. Every single thing was stacked against them. Oh, and Matt McClain's on the injured list today. We're feeling good in Cincinnati. The Giants' future was already looking bright with the likes of Patrick Bailey and so many other young players debuting for the Giants this season. But Kyle Harrison has just taken things to a whole nother level, and it only took two starts for us to realize that. This is Ben Kaspic with the Locked on Giants podcast. Kyle Harrison, I said it after his first start, uh, which wasn't nearly as good as this one. I said immediately... I was confident that he was one of the best uh, two or three pitchers on the Giants, period. And what does he do in his second start, his first home start? He goes out there and just absolutely dominates by any standard, not by rookie standards, not by 22-year-old standards, just by any standard in the game. This guy just had a completely dominant outing, six and a third inning, Uh, innings 11 strikeouts he struck out exactly 40 percent of the batters that he's faced so far in his major league career obviously obviously a small sample but you just don't fluke your way into overpowering a lineup like he did tonight and really even in philly some runs were given up some lefties oddly had some hits and there was a homer but the fastball was special and the fastball was special again tonight and so the future was bright but it just got a lot brighter with the arrival of Kyle Harrison so we'll break this down what it means for the rest of the season and potentially the playoffs and of course years to come tomorrow on Locked on Giants where it's your team every day. The Diamondbacks are also right in the mix for those wild card spots, but they've got to face the red hot Dodgers to kick off this week. Our locked on hosts with the teams have more from the final in LA. Zach Gallon pitches poorly and the D backs fall to the LA Dodgers in game one. Miller Thomas of locked on Diamondbacks here. The future Cy Young Award winner Zach Gallon unfortunately lost game one to the LA Dodgers in not the best fashion because coming into this season, Zach Gallon has been really good in his career against the Dodgers. But so far this year, 11 earned runs over the course of two starts and he gave up the most home runs he's ever had in a start against the Dodgers in this game one. So just bad things overall for Gallon. Gave up three runs in the first inning, which was a bad omen. And the offense tried to battle a little bit. It was mostly Gabriel Moreno who contributed like all the runs to the D-backs offense in this game. But the D-backs offense, unfortunately, was not able to come through as the game went on. They were not able to come. They were not able to convert their opportunities with runners in scoring position. And in the end, it was the Dodgers who came through with two Big home runs late in the game. They win game one, and now we're going to need Merrill Kelly to hopefully right the ship in game two of this series. That's it for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. We're in the home stretch now. Make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts from as the playoffs are quickly approaching. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On. Game to game.